<laughs> hey, Curtis. Hey, Oz. New movie, new month, new theme. <gasps> what do you got for us? This month, this week, we've got Dick Tracy meets Beach Blanket Bingo with a little bit of March of the Penguins. <laughs> this week's movie is the 1966 Adam West starring film Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this movie being all over the place, like, yeah, you could have thrown anything yeah. in there. <laughs> I was proud but, of myself. Although... For, I was proud of myself for that one. <laughs> yeah, you should be. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, D- Dick Tracy for sure. That's a fun movie too. Like, it is. I really, yeah. I, I always liked that movie. That was a good one. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beach blanket bingo and March of the Penguins. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because at any given moment, they they might just break out and dance in the middle of a fight. They might. <laughs> Which then you could you could have thrown Happy Feet in there because that is yeah. dancing penguins. Yeah, that's or happy, true. <laughs> or George Miller's Happy Feet. <laughs> yeah. From yeah. the creator of Mad Max Fury yeah. Road. We Not just any enemy. Happy Feet. George Miller's Happy Feet. <laughs> well, yeah. It's like <laughs> uh-huh. you've earned it. When you when you've got that kind of range, you've earned it. So, well, we're, welcome back, listeners and viewers, to another week of Let's Talk About Flicks. As you know, it's that podcast where we talk about movies that fit a theme that change every month, and this is the first week of September. Yay! So it's a new theme, and this month's theme is what is it? Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman. We plural. Uh, like, yeah, there's. We really don't have any surprises coming up this month. Uh, usually we like to unveil what, what's next, but mm-hmm. it's a month about standalone Batman franchise actors, however. So yes. we got to kick it off with the OG, uh, a very a very handsome Adam West. Yeah. Like, you know, I, uh, I didn't watch, I watched some Batman growing up, but it's like it was before our time. And reruns weren't really a thing yet. So it's like mm-hmm. you caught it occasionally. So I was aware of it, um, you know, and, and watched it, you know, occasionally. But uh, but at a young two age to realize, like, he's a, he's a good looking dude. Like, he, he's got a little, like, he's got a little um, uh, John Saxon look to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good comp. He does. Yeah, he and so, John Saxon. Yeah. So I yeah John Saxon probably is irritated because he lost out on 1966 Batman, hmm. uh, <laughs> but he probably wasn't allowed to play it anyway. So but <laughs> does yeah, that I, mean I a- Adam a- Adam West lost out on Enter the Dragon? Yes, and and he lost out on Nancy's dad in Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. So that would have been pretty cool though to see Adam West as <laughs> <laughs> stay out of and, my daughter's dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would have been fun. Is is Freddy repellent? <laughs> <laughs> the, oh. next, next to the Jason repellent, next to the Michael Myers repellent. <laughs> exactly yeah. right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would have been that would have been fun. We need more. Adam West should have been in more because uh, he. Well, and I think everything he was in, he was just Adam West anyway. Like basically, he, I think he, he was, was just, basically Adam West in this as well. Yeah, but yeah, still he was works. just Adam West. Yeah, it really, really did. So. uh but yeah, uh, before we obviously get too far into the plot, we do want to give a shout out uh, to our Patreon subscribers, Don S and Melissa L. Thank you once again for your patronage. You can <laughs> that was for you, Don. That's yep, Don. <laughs> you you, you can, get a cat call. <laughs> if you would like a cat call, you could click the Patreon link down below and uh, throw a few bucks our way, and and we'll make sure that. Curtis rolls his tongue at you. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, we got 66 Batman here. Uh, something I saw, and I'm sure you saw too, this was intended to be like the pilot before the show. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And it just, and it didn't happen that way. They went with the show first. And this one came out like in between seasons one and two. Yep. Uh, um, and so I, I think they probably could have been interchangeable because this really yeah, whatever. was. It doesn't, it this matter. was a long episode. You know, this was just a. A mega long episode of, yeah. of a Batman episode with with a slightly higher budget. They did have a bat well, boat yes. and a bat copter. They did, they did, and bat pilots to drive mm-hmm. each of each of them. <laughs> bat uh, stuntmen. <laughs> that was what they. I don't think I have it in my three two ones. Uh, no, I don't. But I, I bat I, everything. It, <laughs> yes, everything was bat. I loved it. It was. 
you know, um, it, 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 it to the bat pole, to the bat cave, to the bat, yeah. car, you know, bat movie. Like, it's like, drop the know, bat uh, ladder. <laughs> <laughs> and it's labeled bat ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's so, so labeled. They don't conf- so they don't want to. And it's like, you know, Batman works really, really hard to keep his identity secret as, <laughs> <laughs> of course he does walk around town. He and Robin walk around town in their back, their back getup. So, yes. and nobody really seems phased. He seems to be, <laughs> he seems to be everywhere, but I could picture Bruce Wayne showing up at like a hardware store to get a rope ladder and his, uh, do you, uh, you look sideways. Do you have, do you have any bat ladders? <laughs> <laughs> Can you show me to the bat ladder aisle? exactly <laughs> what do you need it for oh i saw batman had one and i thought yeah i cool. just uh, just want to just want to be like batman you know not that right. i am batman but <laughs> i'm not because uh, who's batman <laughs> and then he pays with the well it was the the bat credit card from batman and yeah. robin <laughs> it does show you that yeah exactly yeah yeah he never leaves home without it uh it does show you the evolution of inflation over the years too as as mm-hmm. bruce wayne was just millionaire bruce wayne back yeah. then Pish posh, so. millionaire, whatever. <laughs> and he, yeah, he's, the he's not even in the highest like. tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Forbes doesn't even cover this guy. <laughs> come back, oh, when, right. come back when you're in nine digits, buddy. <laughs> exactly, you loser. <laughs> All right, should we get to the cast of? of Let's our... get to the cast. It's it's. I got um, the plot this this week, so you I do. got it's the yours. cast. It's, yeah, it's it's a full cast, and that's mm-hmm. okay. I um, you know, we do start with the aforementioned Batman and Robin, Adam West and Burt Ward. Burt Ward's first motion picture role, actually, uh, and so obviously the titular Batman and his, his sidekick Boy Wonder. Mm-hmm. Robin. Um, then we've got a rogues gallery. I think yes, that's we do. Term for, yes. for Batman. We've got Batman's rogues gallery of Lee Merriweather as the Catwoman, Caesar Romero as the Joker, Burgess Meredith as the Penguin, and Frank Gorshin as the Riddler. They just they refer to themselves as the thes. The yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the the mid the mid eighties to nineties band the 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 the. <laughs> so they all are the something. Big fans uh, of art articles, isn't that the the proper name for that? Yes, yes, yeah. Yep. They they love Eng- their English articles. guy. They love their articles. Yeah, they're not a Catwoman and a Penguin. They are <laughs> <Or> the <laughs> and Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just as important as as people that go to the Ohio State University and the <laughs> University of Miami. Oh my God, I find that insufferable. By the way, it is. It's ridiculous. We, That's yeah. because there's so many other Ohio State universities. We need mm-hmm. to specify which one you're from. Uh, <laughs> so so there's our there's our rogues gallery, and then of course we also have our fringe players that are just as important. Yeah, yes. Alan Napier's Alfred, uh, which I love. Uh, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I love Alfred in this one. He's just he's part of the gang. He's just like he the is, old yeah. guy that's part of the gang. Uh, we got Neil Hamilton playing Commissioner Gordon because you can't have a Batman without a Commissioner Gordon. Uh, and then you've got another favorite of mine that doesn't. I don't think he shows up you know, in the longevity, but you got Stafford Rep as Chief O'Hara, the you know thick yep. irish accent thick, chief thick, thick irish exposition guy right explain right, yeah. this to the audience chief o'hara yeah <laughs> 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 you know, did i <laughs> you know chief o'hara o'sullivan o'neill <laughs> yeah <laughs> mick mick mcintosh shamish shamish yeah it's, a, it's very pale yeah. uh and really that's about it we got one more character that's really inconsequential uh, Reginald Denny is Commodore <laughs> Shiplap, Sh- or Sh- Schmidlap, Schmidlap. Sorry, Sh- it, not what, Shiplap. Whatever. Sorry, wrong, wrong show. That's that's home <laughs> home restoration shows, not Batman. Uh, Same and thing. then you just then you just basically have um, you know forty five henchmen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that are all dressed as pirates. Yeah, or who wear shirts that identify them as henchmen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Numbered even for yep. some of them. Uh, but no, I love the look of a of a '60s henchman. Like, yeah. you know, like the '80s '80s was popular for you know you would say really for their like uh, like their movie punks. Like yes. movie punks in the '80s just stood out. Uh, and I would say like '60s henchmen were you were obviously a henchman because you wore you know you you dressed thematically. Yes. <laughs> so you had so so you clearly had like you had like Aramark like <laughs> like um you know um what am I looking for here like 
wardrobe or yeah, yeah. Uh, uniform. There, I'm looking for the word uniform because I'm an idiot. I can't think of the word uniform. Uh, you know, or or you you just wore uh, like a stocking cap that just covered the crown of your head. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> How it stays no on, no one knows. Right? But. Serving no purpose other than to signify that you're a henchman. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's not even enough. It, like it, like yarmulkes are bigger. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's barely on there. It's like two sizes too small. Which which you know you think about it, it's basically what what Burgess Meredith wore as Mickey in the Rocky movies. Just true, just true. just on the top of his head. So maybe that's that's the maybe that's Burgess Meredith's shout out to his role as the Penguin and and sixty six <laughs> Batman. Uh, Rocky was know, just was just a uh, was just an homage. To the 66 yeah. Batman movie. Yeah, I could see it. A lot of punches mm-hmm. thrown. Yeah, there were a lot, there of, punches a lot of punches thrown. thrown. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> all right. But that, that's pretty much your cast. You've got Batman, Robin, his helpers, the villains, and then henchmen. Yes. That's the cast. And Commodore, and Commodore Schmidlap. Commodore <laughs> Shipshap. <laughs> yeah, right. Commodore Shipwreck. Com- Commodore <laughs> Commodore Chapstick. <laughs> Commodore Chips and Dip. <laughs> All, All right. right. So, so what do you got for the plot? Getting into the plot, I, I must make note that there's a couple little title cards, a couple text cards at the beginning. And one of them says... To, <laughs> yeah, these to, are great too. To lovers of adventure, pure escapism, unadulterated entertainment, the ridiculous, the bizarre, to fun lovers everywhere, this picture is respectfully dedicated. Um, there's a lot of of, uh, of of comic book purists who absolutely deride this film and the series. And for a time in my life, I was one of them. And oh. I, am, I am happy to say that after years of intensive therapy and psychoactive chemical uh, narcotics, I am now <laughs> clearly... Uh, yes, <laughs> Smilex. Yes, <laughs> including Smilex. See the smile. Right. Never fades. <laughs> Never fades. It's always there. Uh, <laughs> nice, by the way. I I am now fully on board with the series and the film. You know, you got to get past that that holier than thou part of ourselves sometimes that likes to claim things for the purest right. that it is. Like this, this is my movie. This is my comic. How dare you usurp it by lowering its standards to something this silly? As I have embraced the silliness, as I have aged, I really, really love this movie for what it is, and and mm-hmm. don't care about it for what it's not. And again, right. you just you take it at face value. Yes, it's Batman. Yes, it has the Rogues Gallery, but it's fun. It's oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's okay for something you love to be silly and be fun and to not take itself seriously. And that's well, okay. and like and like we talked a little pre-show, like Marvels figured that out. Yeah. You know, because you, I mean, just looking at your shirt, you know, you got a Captain America shirt on. Like, Captain America Winter Soldier was heavy. Like, that is yeah. your, like, yeah, arguably thriller. Arguably the most intense. You know, and, and it was great. And there was really no humor to be found in that at all. But then, in the same, the same universe, you've got Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's okay to have fun. Your escapism doesn't, your escapism can make you feel good. It doesn't have to show you how bad things could be. Yes. To where you're like, oh, well, at least my life isn't that bad. <laughs> so we get a voiceover indicating that Bruce and Dick, uh, Bruce Wayne, Dick Grayson, Batman and Robin, they receive an anonymous cry for help from someone on a yacht reporting a threat. They take the, the Batcopter Oz to go investigate. And it turns out that this yacht that they spotted from nautical miles away wasn't actually there. <laughs> I know, it's a mirage. It Before was, it we was, get there, though, I want to uh-huh. give a quick shout out. I absolutely loved like the title sequence. Mm-hmm. Of the, of them like running through alleys against brick and you got that like hard light color you know with gels yeah. over it uh it just gave you that like real hard shadow old hollywood portrait yeah kind of but with the gels it was very like james bondish but i did I, I turned that on it was like technicolor and i'm like yeah this is just cool even before the movie started and again like i said i've never seen this movie but i was like oh i'm gonna like this just because yeah. you you explored and so quick shout out 
to the to the people involved with that because that was awesome. I was really yeah. happy with that. All right, and, back and, to and, the I, and I should, and I should have also <laughs> said before they get to the back copter, they go through the classic, um, you know, '60s Batman. You know, they run into the study, they flip back yeah. the the head, they hit the button, they go down the bat poles. They jump into the Batmobile. I love the switch on the way down the bat poles. It's like automatic costume change. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like one of those giant oversized like electrical switches that Bruce just like flips as he's going down. Because it kind of it kind of answered some questions because they jump on the bat pole as Bruce and Dick, but then they get at the bottom as Batman and Robin, and you just Mm -hmm. give it one ounce of thought. Like, how did that work? You're like, oh well, that's how it worked. Because a question that, that, that because a question that you should be constantly asking yourself while watching this movie is how did that work? Right. <laughs> but but it's yeah. it's a it's it's a level of fun and zaniness that yeah. they slowly gave up through through the years. Um, as they're on their way to this yacht, they fly over the rooftop of some some high rise, and there are several <laughs> bikini clad women there just for oh, some yeah. reason, which yeah. I think is also just hysterical. Again, just given that it was the mid '60s, and and on how the ca- top, like on yeah. the top of a building, yeah, and, <laughs> how, a and beach how party, and how campy this movie is. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So they they uh, they get to where they think this yacht is. Batman asks Robin to drop the bat ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Batman descends the bat ladder, and turns out that the yacht's not actually there. It's it's a hologram. And he accidentally dips into the water, Oz. And, and <laughs> I love as, this part. And as, and as Robin pulls him back up, there is a shark <laughs> biting his leg. And this shark, folks, is basically the equivalent of something you would find in, in someone's backyard above ground swimming pool. Yeah, it's an, like, <laughs> yeah. And it's an inflatable shark, like yeah. thigh, uh, you know, up to Batman's thigh. Yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> You know, not clearly not heavy enough to pull Batman off a ladder as the no, helicopter no, no, just no, 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 lifts no. the shark out of the water. <laughs> and Batman can't get it off his leg, guys. He's punching no, it no. with everything he's got. He doesn't have a lot of leverage hanging off the bat no. ladder, you know. And so, yeah. so Robin has to get the uh, the the bat shark repellent, yeah. which is which is also right next to the bat manta ray repellent, the barracuda <laughs> repellent, and the whale repellent. <laughs> whale repellent yeah (laughs) you get a blue whale servicing and they just spray it in the eye and it takes off like but yeah it's just i love this like collection it's like it's like a jones soda repellent collection yeah (laughs) (laughs) so batman sprays it the shark falls back into the water and then the shark oz explodes upon impact (laughs) with the water they do actually pay that off a little later turns out that it was stuffed with like c4 however yeah. before you before you find that out it's like that that shark just exploded upon impacting yeah. the water it's a powerful repellent mm-hmm. even its insides are trying to get away <laughs> so they they're 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 clueless what's going on with this yacht that wasn't there so they're at a they're at a press conference uh chief o'hara as, as we've mentioned is is like the dumb guy who explains things to the audience <laughs> yeah. in, in an incredibly thick irish accent <laughs> so i love this movie uh they're reviewing after they're done with the press conference they're they're back at, at at police headquarters at hq and they're trying to figure out like who could have done this and they're going over all of the at-large criminals and batman says well something pretty fishy happened to me on the ladder penguin <laughs> I love this sequence because they play yeah. this stuff through the whole yeah. movie. <laughs> Just, Rob, it, Robin, yeah. <laughs> Robin says and it what? happened at sea. It happened at sea. <laughs> sea for Catwoman. <laughs> Batman, that shark was pulling my leg. Joker and Chief O'Hara. It all adds up. It is sinister, sinister riddle. Riddler. <laughs> I will say that is some QAnon level conspiracy theorizing right there yes but it worked <laughs> it does it, in this case I, I it took, worked i took i'll admit i i took a joke from this movie um but not not a joke a riddle i took a yeah. riddle from this movie and uh dropped it on my students at school last week uh you know and of course none of them got it right but yeah. robin who's more astute than any of the students i teach did i took the whole um what's yellow and you can yep. write with it <laughs> I took that one. the kids are like a pencil i'm like no a ballpoint banana <laughs> they're, 
crickets yeah I, I let, let the eye rolls ensue yeah yeah they were like okay can we move on please yeah they'd like to learn something today <laughs> keep your dad jokes at home i know oh i, I did i i laughed at that because ballpoint banana like oh man oh so we get um at this at this press conference earlier there was a russian journalist there uh, who turns out was actually Catwoman in disguise. So we follow her back to uh, to a actually room. it was it, actually it was Catwoman out of her disguise. Okay, <laughs> so Lee, Catwoman. Lee Merriweather, Catwoman. Lee one of, Merriweather, one of, yeah. one of three Catwomen. Mm-hmm. Not Eartha Kitt and not Julie Newmar. Mm-hmm. So she's so guess, the tertiary. Yeah. Yep, she got the film treatment. She's the George Lazenby of the of, of the of the <laughs> Catwoman world. Very apt, gold star for you, Oz. Uh, we also get very uh, several Dutch camera angles here. Something I know that is would is a treat for you. I was I I almost put that in my three two ones uh, mm-hmm. because I was like I loved it, and I did read. I'm sure you read in the truth. It was to show that the villains are crooked. Yeah, a crooked angle equals. Crooked but I villains. do. But I do like a Dutch camera angle because it yeah. does it. It gives you more room. Somehow, <laughs> you feel like you could fit more in a scene. But you don't want to go too Dutch, because then everybody looks like they're about to fall over. <laughs> so it turns out that the four villains are working together, Oz, for world domination. <laughs> domination. Domination. <Yes>. domination. <laughs> and they have Commodore Schmipschmap captive. <laughs> right. <laughs> Commodore Slapstick. <laughs> Commodore Scooby-Doo captive. <laughs> Commodore 64. <laughs> although although he doesn't know he's a captive no no so no. he's completely <laughs> clueless commodore schmidtlap is basically the guy who announces the beginning of a spongebob episode basically yeah <laughs> are you ready kids <laughs> right that's that's commodore schmidtlap <laughs> so he has some kind of invention that they're after and yeah um just because I don't think we have to go linearly with the plot. I don't here. even remember what the invention is. It was a portable dehydrator. That's right. So basically, that, yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That the villains have are weaponizing to dehydrate the world leaders at was it like the the world council yeah. or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. With like tw- t- the twelve leaders of the world. <laughs> we will come back to this dehydrator in a couple of weeks. Because <laughs> it still shows up in the Batman universe. Yep, yep you're not wrong. Uh, I, w- I will make a quick note that uh, we clearly see Caesar Romero, who plays a Joker, his mustache. <laughs> Very, you he know. Re- but I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll give him this. Back in 1966, you probably didn't. Yeah. You know, like I watched this in high definition. Yeah. They didn't have it, but yeah, it, yeah, he, he he didn't shave. They just painted over it. Just painted right over it. It looks awful. So, yeah, that's basically it. Um, We're back in the Batcave. Batman and Robin figure out that the yacht was some kind of illusion that was Mm -hmm. never there. They rush to the bathboat to investigate an illegal buoy that was projecting the illusion. There's a really fun sequence of them pulling up to the pier, like like a like one shot, them pulling up, descending on poles into the bathboat, and then taking off at full speed. Yeah, there's, it was there are, cool. There's some really fun kind of action yeah, shots yeah. in this. Yeah, it, well, and and it was all shot from the like from the water's point of view, so it was like mm-hmm. helicopter shot. This wasn't yeah. like a crane shot. It it was yeah. cool, you know, just like you said, just wide angle. Let the action develop in front of you. It was cool. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> so it turns out that the villains secret they they kind of have two layers. One is above a bar on a pier, yeah. and then they also have penguin submarine eyes. Which I yeah. absolutely love. It, I just, it has, just got the it little has, flipper has little, little flippers. <laughs> like, if you think about, like, like if you were to attach a duck's feet on the yeah. back of a submarine and they just, just flipper to the water, yep. that, that's, that's how all... the submarine propels itself. Exactly. Yep. It's, it's duck, duck feet propelled. <laughs> Holy Long John Silver, Robin sees that, that a periscope <laughs> is watching them on this buoy. <laughs> This this buoy is magnetized so it sticks the heroes to it as uh, oh, right. as, as yeah. they as penguins crew uh fires torpedoes at them I, at the buoy. Yeah. Which thankfully Batman has a he's got a device that's basically like a torpedo repellent. Yeah. 
Right. <laughs> he, you know, he, he aims the sonic device at the incoming torpedoes so that they blow up early. Yep. But then the batteries die. Yep. And but our our Cape Crusader <laughs> and Boy Wonder escape anyway because <laughs> because an off camera porpoise dives right. in the way of a torpedo. So we have, we have an exploding shark, an exploding dolphin. <laughs> I just oh I love it. I just yeah I, it's great. As, as you know, I I teach I teach a filmmaking class at, at uh-huh. high school and. And and this like I watch this and I'm really hoping I can get my kids to to loosen up on grounding everything in reality. Like yeah. like it's your world. Create what you want. And I love that they did this here. That it's like yeah. how are we gonna get Batman and Robin off this magnetic? Bo- and it's like we'll just have a dolphin blow up. We'll just oh, have okay. an, off, an off-camera <laughs> dolphin swim up. Yeah. <laughs> and and but and but but they do they do an excellent job in this show and especially in this movie. Of, of answering those questions before anybody asks them, yeah. Like they just come right out and be like, "Well, you know, we really would have thanked that porpoise that you know gave its life for <laughs> us." And you know, and it's like, okay, that answers that question. Let's move on now, because mm-hmm. uh, it is annoying when when things happen, uh, and especially because this movie's already ground itself in just just chaos and yeah. <laughs> imagination. That when you take something, you know, and and you know, a problem is solved, but they don't really, but they don't really show you or tell you why it's resolved. It, mm-hmm. you know, it just leaves the questions in your head. And this this movie answers all of them. Yes, as as, as, ridi- as, as ridiculous yeah. as the solutions yeah. may be, but right, they don't care. They're just going to answer because <laughs> yeah. they don't want you wondering. So I'd like to thank the porpoise that gave its life right. diving in front right. of the torpedoes. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, oh, oh, how's Batman going to get that shark off? It's like, hey, Robin, pass me down the shark repellent. Okay, Batman. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> okay. That'll do no. it. And he sprays it, but the shark falls off. Oh, and then I love ex- it. And then explodes. So, so they they escape the the buoy of the torpedoes due to the the selfless porpoise, uh, and then uh, another missile goes up that and that uh, skywrites some, <laughs> some riddles. <laughs> Sky, yes, it skywrites some some riddles. What does a turkey do when flying upside down? They figure out that well, he gobbles up. He gobbles what up. weighs six ounces sits in a tree and is very dangerous. A sparrow with machine gun. <laughs> what kind of creature would gobble up a dangerous creature in a tree? Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like they, these are my their their riddles and jokes in this movie played seriously by adults. Yes. Remind me of like like either like toddler level humor or brick tamlin humor yeah <laughs> uh, you know where it's like you just look around and you tell a joke about whatever you see yeah and and then of course we all just we laugh at the little kids because they're trying to be funny but yeah. i laugh at this because it's hilarious <laughs> later on we get some more more uh sky riding oz it's the uh that what has yellow skin and rights <laughs> Bana- <laughs> banana ballpoint banana ballpoint banana what, That's what, what it was, yellow what, skin and rights. What people are always in a hurry, Russians. Russians. <laughs> so someone Russian is going to slip on a banana peel and break their net. The Russian journalist is in danger. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Batman and Robin run the police force in the Gotham yeah. City. Because <laughs> they could figure out these riddles using logic and reason. Very much logic. Very <laughs> logical. That's why the Riddler can never defeat them. Yeah. So, um, they fi- so they figured out that the Russian journalist, which is again Catwoman in disguise, um, Bruce Bruce goes out with her to keep her safe, uh, and tailed by Robin and Alfred. <laughs> Alfred in his uh, <laughs> wearing a mask and then his glasses over the mask, <laughs> and, and like like steampunk goggles. It's like yes, steam, steampunk yes. Alfred. <laughs> yeah, and they're just following behind in the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like fifteen feet. <laughs> gotta keep a tail <laughs> literally in this case so they go out for a date basically bruce falls for this for this russian journalist I, I odd. Know. I've, ne- I've never heard of batman falling in love with catwoman before yeah, this is never this is new Kit- kitka is her name yeah kitka. that's right kitka uh i will say there's a there's a little gag here robin calls gordon to check in and bruce and his date are about to pass benedict arnold monument 
That's, we, no, we, no we foreshadowing should, there. No, no, we should we should honor we should honor the great Benedict Arnold. Yeah, uh, they're back at the journalist place. She she and Bruce share a kiss. Uh, by the way, the the villain's plan is to kidnap Bruce Wayne. Yes, and, and not no, not knowing that he's Batman. Yes, of not, course. Yeah. So so there's each side has a stake in this 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 date. Uh, she says she's going to go slip into something more comfortable, which always reminds me of the Naked Gun. <laughs> well, it always reminds me of Madeline Kahn and Blazing Saddles. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right before she turns the lights out. Yeah. Uh, Oof. <laughs> I feel whiffwashed. <laughs> <laughs> so... Robin turns off the monitor because somehow they have a they have a video monitor in the room with, with, with Bruce <laughs> Already, and Kitka. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, they, and you know, yeah, and Robin is he's a moral person. He, yes, he, he is. This is too far, Alfred. Yeah. We can't. Yeah, Robin has an has an ethical problem with watching them kiss, watching them in, in an intimate moment. So he turns off the camera, uh, and they miss the villains breaking in and beating up and kidnapping Bruce. Although they say Bruce threatens to kill them all if they've hurt Kitka, so that kind of escalated quickly. Yeah, Bruce is a hothead. Batman, yeah, he, he, Batman's all right, but Bruce, yeah, he put yeah. up a fight though. Like he fought he these guys off for a while yeah. before he threatened to murder them all. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, because he just shared a kiss with this girl. He's a you know, he's a teenage boy, and therefore, yeah, he's, he's in love. Very, yeah, it's she's my property now. Yeah, yeah, very teenage ish. So basically, they he gets loose. Just cut to the chase. He gets loose. Yeah. Um, another another fight ensues. A fight, a fight yet without word bubbles. Yeah, we haven't we haven't had those. That's a staple of the Batman show, and we've yet to have a fight with a lot of splats and boofs and yes, we haven't had any of those yet. It's just some yet. good old fisticuffs between that's Bruce right. Bruce and the bad guys. So he he escapes. Gets back to the bench, and the villains reveal they they have the weapon that Commodore Commodore Connect Four has. Right. Is, <laughs> Commodore Clip Clap <laughs> is the total dehydrator. Ooh. Uh, he calls for five guinea pigs who who uh, they all walk five henchmen walking wearing shirts GP one GP two yeah. and so forth. <laughs> right. Each are reduced to a pile of dust, uh, but then he brings them back using using hard water. Oops. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, Batman and Robin have kind of tracked where one of their hideouts is, the one above the tavern. So they pull up to this pier, and what could be my favorite sequence of the entire movie here? They pull up to a pier. They park in a parking spot, so good for them. Mm. I, I know. It's, this is also mine, so go yeah. ahead. They have, well, There's one of those bits where they climb up a building, and they turn the camera to make it look like yeah. they're climbing. Yeah. Another good trope from this movie in this series. Uh, and they find the lair, but there is a giant round bomb that is sizzling at the top, and it's about to go off. So Batman has to get this giant bomb away. <laughs> and so he, he he grabs the bomb. He clears out the tavern below. He's on the pier. He runs into nuns. Can't drop the bomb there. No, nope, runs, nope. runs into a mom with a baby carriage. Can't, Can't drop the bomb there. there. People playing instruments. Nope. People, people in boats. A couple Can't making out in a boat. A butane tank. A couple making out in a rowboat. Right. A family, a family of ducks. <laughs> the nuns again. Yeah, the nuns again. The instruments again. Uh, like they all are like converging on. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's paths are intersecting yeah. where Batman is standing. He, he says out loud, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> he then runs off camera and the bomb explodes. Robin thinks that Batman perished. Yeah. Turns out it was just holy heart failure. He was right. able to get rid of the bomb. Batman, um, ba- Batman running around trying to get rid of this bomb was very, very reminiscent of Bill Murray running away. Yes, yes. <laughs> when when Ishmael's going to... Because it was just... It was it was just comical running, not quite yeah. as comical as Big Earn. But... Just just holding this this basically right. <laughs> this, this giant ball over his yeah. head, yeah, <laughs> and, and that's, running. That's, yeah, yeah. It, it, which the wick never does decrease. Like no. it's just like a sparkler. <laughs> yeah, that is. It's just comical. He's just running. Just yeah, he's just running around trying wind. to get rid of it. 
I mean, okay. it, it, nobody's reacting to the fact that Batman's running. Like nobody's getting no. out of his way. He's just, no, they're just he's they're on just, the they're just doing their business, right? Uh, Robin, as we mentioned before, he has uh, this weird moral ethical sense. However, mm-hmm. I would like I don't know. I'd be curious about some kind of psychological study on Robin, this version of Robin, because he shides Batman for clearing out the bar patrons. You could. Why didn't you just let him die? Basically, right. is what he yeah. said. Yeah. And, and, and of course, uh, Bruce is like, "Well, they may be drinkers, Robin, but they're human beings." Right. So. <laughs> yeah. Take okay. It, I, that's why you're the. That's why you're the sidekick. Yeah. Yeah, you're uh, right. Though I, 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 I re- obviously remember the line, but I didn't think about it to that layer of like, yeah. Why don't you just let the drinkers perish? Yeah, like, and, and we'll we'll come back to this. Robin says something else towards the end of this movie that's like, "Whoa, are you suggesting like like genocide or right. like eugenics he's, here?" Um, he's but, dark. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so they're still standing on the pier, and the penguin walks up, pretending to be Commodore Mishmash. Right. They clearly identify him as the penguin, but they can't <laughs> prove it. And again, more odd logic shenanigans yes. come up. <laughs> So basically, they bring him back to the Bat Cave to check his retinas, which is the whole goal of Penguin is to yes. get back to the Bat Cave. Yeah. So they use bat gas to knock out the Penguin, and they bring him back. So in the Bat Cave, Robin preps the anti-crime ID checker. <laughs> they allow Penguin which is, to get a, which is yeah. labeled. It's a, it's yes, a labeled computer. Yeah. So they allow Penguin to get a glass of water, and he uses the water fountain to rehydrate the guinea pigs from earlier. So there's a quick little fisticuffs here. However, they all disappear when being hit, because the hard water in the bat cave reduced them to antimatter. <laughs> so now Ant-Man has to deal with them. Yes. They don't yeah. exist. So this substance that they can, they can basically destroy matter across the known universe is just there in the Batcave, and then it's gone yeah. without any yep. any real you know repercussions. But that's beside well, the point. It was it was the sixties. It was yeah. still science fiction. <laughs> so they pretend to believe that he's still the Commodore. They let him gas them as they're out in the Batmobile, uh, but now they can track Penguin to their lair. So to the Batcopter, um, Riddler fires a missile at them which forces them to, to land the Batcopter. However, fortunately, they land at the foam rubber wholesalers convention <laughs> on a big pile of foam rubber. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love it. We get, another, it. we get another sky riddle here, Oz. What goes up white and comes down yellow and white? An egg! How do you divide 17 apples among 16 people? Make applesauce. So the unification and container of all of our hopes of the future, they're going after the United World Organization. Yep. It's the only logical... Yep, that's the, the only, only logical logic conclusion. You could deduce from those riddles. So they can't get a taxi, not at this hour of the day, so they literally run to the United World Organization. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, Burt Ward's running is a lot more... Um, he seems like he's putting a lot more into it than Adam West. Yeah. Well, Adam West's legs are longer, so I think he could stride out. There you go. <laughs> that's so, my that's my unfounded logic for the for the scenario. So the uh, the villains are there. They use the the uh, Joker's carrying the total dehydrator. Basically, they get to this meeting, which is in some like really ramshackle boardroom. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Like at a like table. Doctor Doctor Strange loves meeting was far more believable than this yes. one <laughs> so they're they're basically at like a third rate office yeah yeah they're like like at the hyatt conference center yeah <laughs> at a ta- at a at a at an assemble yourself table from service merchandise <laughs> right. like to inns yeah <laughs> somebody somebody pops in can i get you more coffee water <laughs> yeah welcome to hojo <laughs> you need the wi-fi password <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So they there's there's a what is it, like a dozen or so people all cultural yeah. stereotypes of these yeah. various oh. countries because it's <laughs> yeah. the mid sixties all uh, shouting all shouting in their native language yes because that's how politics works mm-hmm. um, and Joker 60s. Joker dehydrates them all and they collect their dust into into a dozen different vials I will say they into others a never... dozen different colors too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the heroes arrive, but Catwoman says they'll kill Miss Kitka if they're pursued, so they, they can't make it back. The, vi the villains get back to their submarine. They ransom each country for $1 billion each, which would, Oz, clearly put them ahead of Bruce Wayne's... <laughs> By far. <laughs> ...bank yeah. account. Yeah. Uh, Batman and Robin pursue in the Batboat. More missiles. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, they blow them up using bat charges. Batman and Robin uh, use use a science gun... To force the submarine to surface, <laughs> I think it's like a, like a sonar cannon or something. Yeah, yeah. I like I like to just think it. It's, it's a science. A, it's a it's science a sci gun. It's a science gun. They use a science gun. <laughs> <laughs> so the, they force the submarine to surface, and then as uh, then the moment you've been waiting for, the classic Batman pow yes. smack yes. fisticuffs ensues. Yes. We get our final fight, and this time we get animated text bubbles. Yeah. So <laughs> that's all. Basically, at one point, all the bad guys are punched uh, into the water. Catwoman throws her cat at Batman, who catches it. He continues to fight while holding the cat, and <laughs> until he can put the cat in a lifeboat boat and wishes it bon voyage. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a gentleman. Yes, he is. Uh, Catwoman is the only one who doesn't, for the most part, uh, get physical in the fight. She just kind of runs off. Uh, they pursue her. She loses her mask, and Batman realizes that she is Miss Kitka. Kit yeah, that's it. I was just going to finish that sentence for yeah. you, but you're good. It's just holy, Kitka. Holy heartbreak. Yep. Yeah. The Commodore comes out and, and uh, bumbles over and knocks over all the dehydrated dust leaders. <laughs> all of them. Yes. Basically that... killing all of, the, all of the world leaders yeah. at this point. Oops. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry, You're ready, kids. <laughs> Commodore, <laughs> Commodore mashed potatoes. <laughs> right. so I was going to use mashed potatoes earlier. And, oh, were you? Yeah, yeah I was. <laughs> so back in the Batcave, Batman and Robin are wearing science aprons, and they're separating the dust using the super molecular dust separator. <laughs> and Luckily, is, they had one. Yeah, and this is where things get a little weird with Robin. You know, Robin suggests. You know, as long as we're here, we could genetically modify the leaders to improve them. <laughs> you know, given the state of the world and all. Yeah, we could we could do this. <clears throat> yep. Um, and so they do end up... So Bruce then, like, no, we can't do that. And, you know, he's the moral one, whatever. Right. So they bring them back to uh, to the to the boardroom at the at the Holiday Inn Express and um, put put the dust in their chairs. They have some kind of like water thing using soft water this time, yeah. Because the hard water is what what led yeah. to the antimatter before. <laughs> That's right. Oops. Yeah. Uh, they uh, <laughs> they use this this rehydrator, which takes a long, <laughs> a time, long time to right. work. It's I, like I, a Rube. It's like a Rube Goldberg setup. Basically, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they rehydrate. They're all speaking different languages now. Uh, Batman tells Robin, we're going to have to leave inconspicuously through the windows. So somehow they leave and none of the leaders or the other dozen people in the room, including O'Hara and Gordon, notice them leave. Right. And they, and they, they leave do uh, descending the building. And that folks is 1966's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Oh, it's this so movie so, so, so it's, it's not a good movie, but it's so no, much fun. No, no. Right. Well, and I think you and I, I know you and I have a have a very large soft spot in our hearts for movies that are bad, but are fun. You yeah. know, that they just, they try so hard to make a good movie, but at the same time, they're trying even harder to make the movie they want to make. And yes. so I have a lot of, of passion and give a lot of support to filmmakers that do that. They're like, this is what we're going to do. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. This was not winning any awards. No. Uh, th this probably doesn't go down as anybody's favorite movie of all time. But um, much like a, like a Peavy's Big Adventure or something like that, it's, it's, got, it's got personality all yeah. over it. And it doesn't... UHF being another one. Yes. They don't, str they don't stray from what they're trying to be. Uh, loaded, we or, you know, loaded Weapon mm -hmm. 1. Um, that they set out to make the movie and they made it and they're happy with it. Yeah. So at this point, Oz and I each give our own unique rating to the film we've been talking about, in this case, 1966's Batman. Oz, how would you rate this flick? 
Uh, I'm going to give this movie a family of ducks. Aww. Mm -hmm. How cute. Yeah. I was watching... This morning I was watching the... uh, There was an Honest trailer for this movie. Oh, haven't seen it. Yes. And and so I watched that to just kind of refresh my my memory and just kind of get their take on it. And uh, at one point... They, uh, the penguin says that we're going to ransom, you know, uh, we're, we're going to ransom these world leaders for a billion dollars from each country, and they're going to carry the money by passenger pigeon. So, right. <laughs> in the honest trailer, they say that based on how much a uh, billion dollars in one hundred dollar bills would weigh, it would take one hundred twenty eight thousand passenger pigeons to carry <laughs> just the U.S. currency. So, my right. rating for this movie is one hundred twenty eight thousand passenger pigeons. <laughs> There you go. Kind of a long walk to that rating. Thanks for That's hanging okay. in this week, folks. That's <laughs> all right. I om- I almost gave this movie four penguin periscopes, but uh, but I like five, the family of ducks. They're five me- five men wearing t-shirts that say GP for guinea pig. <laughs> right. I give this one GP four. <laughs> not not three or five four. No 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 GP four. Yeah. Next up, uh, we have outside insights where Oz and I each share. Uh, an unprofessional rating that we found somewhere in the interwebs describing this movie, and we have a few chuckles at the writer's expense. Oz, what is your outside insight? Uh, Letterbox user Vanuki Gajadira, uh, back in September of last year, drops this one. This is so bad, I love it. Crying emoji. Half star. <laughs> Half star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, very curious what Vanuki... Uh, if he loves it and it's a half star, then there's a lot of love in Vanuki. Like maybe it's a half star scale. I, I don't know. Like a, don't like know. A, like a tenth of a star is bad. Like right. Like, oh yeah. Like two two fifths of a star is good. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he gives this one a half star. So apparently zero stars is a movie that he likes gets a zero. Okay. And then it goes up to his favorite movies of five. He just loves this one, so it's a half star. He doesn't really love it. He just loves it. He loves it. Yeah. (laughs) Half star from uh, This Is So Bad I Love It. (laughs) What's your outside insight? Mine comes from IMDb from Artmania905. The the worst movie ever. I'm not even going to try writing a full out review because it is just a waste of my time. Everything about this movie is dreadful. Even if it does copy the original comic books, it still sucks. It was meant to be a serious action movie. It failed. It was meant to be humorous at times. It failed. It was purposely <laughs> made to be painful, horrible, and just plain sucky. Then it su- then it succeeded admirably. What a waste of time, energy, sucky. money, and most importantly, film. All these resources could have gone into producing a halfway decent movie, but no. Now there's another movie out there in the world that only brings down the status of filmmaking as an art. This is garbage. Garbage! Is that Martin Scorsese? Did he write this? I, I think it was Martin Scorsese. <laughs> With it being a comic book yeah. movie. He, go, he goes under the, pseudo, the, the pseudonym Artmania905. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. We know that's you, Marty. <laughs> I can see the filmmakers back in 65 when they're plotting sit around and be like, you know what we should do? We should make a sucky movie. <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> because Let's make it real sucky. <laughs> because 50 years later, we're going we're gonna to upset Artmania905. Let's make it real sucky. <laughs> Let's waste film. Let's and tell everybody this is supposed to be a serious action movie and then make gonna, it sucky. We're going to bring down the status of filmmaking as an art. Because everything that goes on celluloid is an art. Let's put our... Everybody put your hands in and if you agree. <laughs> sucky Batman 66. On three. One, two, three. <laughs> Sucky Batman 66. <laughs> let's, get, let's get that art mania guy. <laughs> and folks, oh. it's the time in the show you've all been waiting for. The three, two, one, in which Oz and I each share three goods, two bads, and one, huh? About the film we've been talking about. In this case, 1966, Batman. Oz, what are your three goods? Uh, my first one, and I mentioned it earlier, I love the when they're tailing uh, Bruce Wayne and... Uh, Kitka in the Batmobile and Alfred's driving because Robin's the sidekick and therefore can't drive but but, but Alfred's driving and he's dressed as Alfred the yeah. only difference is he's just got he's got a mask underneath his glasses <laughs> otherwise he's Alfred there's yeah. no other costume yeah. I just love that just like 
who cares? You know, throw him in there, put a, put a mask on, and, and go. Uh, so that's my first good. It's just Alfred wearing a mask under his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> to the bomb scene. Love it. <laughs> Running around, yep. wanting to get rid of this bomb in so many places and can't because it would ruin someone's day, uh, basically. Uh, and it, even without the, the little aside of some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. It's just, yeah. <laughs> you know, runs up. And like, oh, he's going to throw it in the water. Nope. Family of ducks. Can't Family do it of there. Ducks. And it's just, it's, it's like slapsticky without yeah. like the physical side of things yeah. you know um and it just it, it cracked me up i you know and it's and it's one that we 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 kind of chide scenes that go on too long i mean we've yeah. talked about it ad nauseum over the weeks um and this is one that like fell into that zone of it kept going which is why it kept getting funnier yeah like yeah. uh <laughs> it's it, it, yeah you know, it overstayed its welcome in the best ways <laughs> yeah it hit it hit the tipping point and then it, it just, but it, it kept upping the humor. So that's, yeah. that's I agree, probably my favorite scene in the movie is the bomb scene. And my third, and, and I alluded to it earlier, is um, they they made no effort to ground anything in reality. Yeah. Um, you know, they just, it was, it was like reverse engineering of we have a problem. Let's just come up with some solution and state the solution. And because it's a superhero, it's okay. Like, you know, we expect a rich superhero to have access to things that the normal man doesn't. The police, they don't have shark repellent, but Batman does. And that's yeah. no surprise. Uh, and so I, I just love that. I love just the dumb, like the dumb justification for getting out of a dilemma. Yeah. Um, what's the, what's the term? It's like Arkham's razor or something like that. Yeah. Arkham's razor. Um, yeah. Occam's razor. Uh, well, you said, Arkham. you said Arkham, yeah, which slip, is Arkham Asylum Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The there. Uh, but, but it's just kind of like, it's like, what's the easiest way we can get out of this problem? Yeah. And, and instead of coming up with some long convoluted solution, it's just like, oh, well, Batman's bitten by a shark. Well, let's just spray it with shark repellent yeah. and move on. The simplest uh, solution and, is the best one. Yeah. And, and this movie was, it's like, that was probably like, let's start with, making a movie about simple solutions uh and then we'll build a plot around it so yeah. <laughs> I, I just I, and so that's my th i just love that i love the whole we don't care if it's realistic we're gonna run with it anyway yeah <laughs> but with, but with that i could see where people would hate it mm. i really i really could see those very logical minded people of like nope i'm not buying that for a second you're yeah. not supposed to yeah it's not they, they literally to. say it at the beginning of the film during those yeah. title cards so those are my three goods. I bet you have three to share. What are they? I do have three to share, Oz. Your, yeah, your money would win, <laughs> would win right there. You just hit. Uh, I love the pace. The pacing is great. Um, it just, for the most part, the movie just goes and goes and goes. It doesn't waste a lot of time. It just kind of jumps from silliness to silliness, from little action thingy to little action thingy. Um, you know, there's not a lot of character moment moments, and that's okay. You don't need them in a movie like this. You no. don't. And it's just it just goes and, and it's fun and yeah, you just you just kinda strap in for the ride and lead where the where the goofy goes from scene to scene. I I think a perfect example of that is even like just how quickly they get the riddles. Like yeah. the riddler is supposed to be like you'll see later on this month, um, you know, where the riddler is the main villain in the most recent Batman movie. And it takes Batman the full like two and a half hour runtime to figure out what the Riddler's doing. You know, whereas this, it's Riddler's supposed to be this like criminal mastermind and Batman and Robin solve his riddles the first time they try, you yeah, know, in a matter so, of seconds. <laughs> yeah. And so that's your pacing here is it's just, we, we're not going to, we're not going to investigate. We're not going to go to the library and research. It's, we know the answers to all of these because mm -hmm. it's the simplest answer there is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a canary with a machine gun. <laughs> right. It's a, a ballpoint banana. Like, yeah. duh. <laughs> so that's my first one. My second one is I just love the campiness. I love the campiness. Like the costumes, the sets, the performances. It's just, it's so silly. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't take itself seriously at all. And again, as I mentioned at the, at the top, coming full circle, I got hung up on that. I was one of those people that at one point in my life was hung up on the fact that, you know, this isn't my Batman. This isn't my Dark Knight. It doesn't have to be. That's okay. You know, it, yeah. it's like it's the same folks who, who complain because uh, 
the the 2015 Fantastic Four, although it was movie was although it was awful, you know they cast Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm. Right. Oh, you know, it's it, black. You can't have yeah. a black one. But yet at the same time, we we think Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury is a perfect casting. Yeah. Or you know, or the female Ghostbusters movie from from five right. six years yeah, it's ago. Like, get over it. Yeah, that was a whatever. fun movie. Yeah, it's fiction. It's yeah. fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then my last will be, um, I'm going to go with the, the rehydration scene at the very end. <laughs> kind of like with the bomb scene, it just took too long. And the yeah, longer it yeah. took, the funnier it got. Well, uh, and it, it's it, just, it keeps cutting around to different characters. And then, that's it just where cuts, I was gonna go. and then it just cuts back to this like water tank and this like dripping water in a metal tube sound. Yeah. And like, yeah, it just, like, it, like a minute later, it, it finally works. <laughs> like all of these, like all of these hydrated important people, Commissioner Gordon and O'Hara, whatever, are just, there's. They're just all standing around, just so stressed and tense, yeah. as they're just waiting for water to drip. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was just goofy, but it's fun. Yeah, I, I just I love that, and and I don't know if that one was intended that way. Kind of like the bomb scene was probably intended to be too long. Oh yeah, this one I, maybe maybe not, but it was still funny because it was too right. long. Yeah. All right, Oz. What are your two bads? Uh, I'm gonna be nitpicky because uh, this movie was was great. Uh, my first bad is. Um, I could, I'm not making the argument, but I could see someone making the argument that this movie was just too long and it felt very repetitive in parts. We're going to go to the little like bar lair and then sure. we end up, and then, you know, we've, we've got two bat copter scenes. We've got two bat boat scenes. We're in the, we're in the, um, we're in the submarine a couple of times. It's like, you know, it's just a lot of back. They really, I mean, they, they used the sets they had very well, but they weren't like, moving around a lot so i could see people being like this just feels like a really long repetitive episode of a batman mm-hmm. of the batman show um and so i get nitpicky i didn't necessarily feel that way i will admit i had to watch this movie over a couple of mornings because uh my dogs wake me up early and so i was tired um so i started to doze turned it off came back the next morning the show didn't put me to sleep uh but i just was tired sure so that may have been a little bit of why it felt repetitive of like, I watched maybe half the movie. So I saw the bar. I saw the, the, um, you know, the Batcave. I saw the submarine. Uh, and then when I woke up and watched the rest of it the next morning, I saw the bar. I saw the Batcave. I saw the submarine. It just uh, rinsed and repeat, yeah. which is, yeah. which is fine. Whatever. My second, um, the Joker and Riddler had nothing to do. Yep. This was this was Penguin's, um, you know, this was Penguin's scheme, and Catwoman played a very major role as as Kitka. But really, the Joker and the Riddler were for his for his. I mean, because these basically, when you look and you know this, when you look at the Rogues Gallery, you've you've got Joker on top, and and then these other three are probably layer two. Yeah. But in this one, it was it was like Joker or Riddler, or, sorry, Penguin on top. Catwoman level two and Joker and Riddler were just a notch above henchmen. Yeah, the Joker was almost like the muscle of the group. Like he was the one yeah. who, was, who was carting around the dehydrator. Right. And and Cesar Romero's performance was great, but again, he didn't have oh, anything yeah. to do. I also had that yeah, as a just, possible bad for me. Yeah, he just didn't have. They, so Joker and Riddler just didn't have much to do. Yeah. That was it. That's my two bads. All right. Uh, my two bads. I'm going to start with uh, the one exception to that that good pacing that I mentioned was the date the date scene between oh, yeah. Kitka and Bruce. It took a little too long, and it also kind of exposed the uh, we'll say acting talents of Adam West and Lee Merriweather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, I agree. It, did it did it you know bring the film to a grinding halt? No, but it was like okay, this is a little long, and these two really aren't good actors, but they're pretty to look right. at. So okay. Uh, my other bad would be Catwoman not engaging in fighting. We can speculate as to why. I think she pushed like Batman in the back at one point. She pushed him into the water off the sub. But other than right. that, she did not engage and, and throwing a cat at Batman. She did <laughs> yeah. not. She did not engage in any hand-to-hand combat. Now, it, was that at Lee Merriweather's request? Maybe was that for you know other misogynistic reasons? Who knows? But. Like, come on, let her get in there and get her claws dirty. Right. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah, you're right. She didn't do a whole lot in there. Yeah. So, yeah, those are my two bads. Oz, what's your huh? Um, all right. I'm looking, 
I'm looking here at Cesar Romero's IMDb listing. Uh, he was on the TV show Rawhide that ended in 65. He played bat or he played the Joker in this movie in 66. He was ironically a clown in a TV movie called Clown Alley in 66. Mm. Uh, he ha- was in an episode of ABC stage 67 called the people trap in 66. So he's not really a busy guy. Okay. <laughs> Why didn't he just shave his mustache then? Why didn't Cesar Romero shave his mustache for this role? I, I went to look to IMDb to see, was there something, was there like another show or movie sure. he was in that for was perf- that yeah. was needed? Per- professional reasons. Right. But it's like, you made this, uh, you finished up Rawhide, probably while you were making this. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you made this movie, you made a TV movie, and you made, it, you made another movie where you played a clown. So, like, I, I don't know. Like, why didn't you just shave your mustache? Did he shave it for the show? I don't think so. Okay. That I didn't know. So, yeah. it's just, I don't know. Something about that mustache. I guess so. It's this like is... uh, it's like the old, the, the Bible tale of uh, Samson. You know, That's he, where I was going. It's, he, can, it's, he can't, it's, he can't it's, cut his hair. No, can't shave his mustache. <laughs> Not Cesar Romero. Because you think that'd be a pain to get the paint out of. Yeah. Pretty bristly. So that's my hunch. It's just, why did Cesar Romero, why didn't you just shave your mustache, man? It's not like it's not like everybody knew you for your mustache. You're not John Waters or Hulk Hogan <laughs> or you know, Waters. you know, yeah. or Pi May. You're not any of those guys. Pi uh, May. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just shave it, shave it. Yeah, that's fine. So that's my high. It's just it it stuck out on the close-ups, especially. You're like, I, I did. I'm like, that cat still got mustache going under all that paint. <laughs> So All what's right. your huh? My huh, I'm going to kind of work two in here because they both take okay. place in the, in the same scene. And it's right at the end. One of, one of the two things I mentioned before, and that's Robin as possible eugenicist. As he's, <laughs> yeah. as he's suggesting, why don't we genetically modify these world leaders because of, you know, the state of the world at all. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's, like, that went a little weird there, Dick Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> However, in that same scene, that same scene, again, they're doing science, so they have their science aprons on. And yeah. Robin, and they both have face masks on, as scientists do, yeah. in, a, in a sterile environment. Robin right. has his on appropriately. Batman is an under-the-nose masker. Yep. Yep. He was wearing his... So, huh? That's my huh. Batman, be better. Wear right. that mask properly. Over the exactly. nose and mouth. Yeah. Batman is the one where he... If if this movie would have taken place during COVID, uh, Bruce Wayne would have pushed masks and then held parties without them. Yep. <laughs> Pull that chin diaper up there, Batman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and let's, just, let's just call it what it is. Like, I don't think... I don't think Dick Grayson is... I think he might be the most conservative member of this of like, I want to change. I I want to change everybody. Let's, Mm -hmm. let's kill the drunks. Why should we just kill the drunks? Hey, let's genetically modify the leaders to be what we want. But at the same time, Oh no, we have to turn off this video footage of, of, of Bruce Wayne kissing a girl. Uh, (laughs) So, (laughs) so yeah, it's (laughs) the, the the politics. And so the social politics of Dick Grayson in this movie, right. Of, of, of the 20 of the 2020s variety. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If Dick Grayson, if this Dick Grayson existed in 2022, would, would he, would he be, would he be holding a flagpole charging at the Capitol? Nah, well, he'd at least wear, he'd be wearing a red hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, that's 1966's Batman. Oz, what do we got in store next week? I think we should watch another Batman movie. I think we it's I mean it is Batman <laughs> month. That's right. So we need more Batmanses. Yep, and we are going to we're going to pivot 23 years later and we're going to pick up Michael Keaton's Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh Tim Burton's 1989 Batman. Um, you know, it's don't worry after this we're we're done with the bat well no we're not done with batman movies we actually (laughs) we we pick up one more at the end where he takes on the article of rogues gallery (laughs) yep yep (laughs) he borrow borrows from the joker and the riddler it's it's his turn but no we uh we'll be watching 1989's tim burton directed 
Batman, starring Michael Keaton, Kim Basinger, the aforementioned and wildly popular Jack Nicholson, and uh, our personal favorite, Billy D. Williams. Yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> As Harvey Dent. <laughs> right. And uh, I, I'm, I, every time I watch this movie, I look for a deeper meaning and answer to why someone would dance with the devil on a pale moonlight. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> you want to uh, get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. <laughs> uh, I do love this movie, though. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, and we talked earlier that starting with 66 Camp Fest, uh, we, we did this next, uh, this next journey into the Batman filmography. Uh, it starts to get more serious, mm-hmm. um, you know, but, but still fantastic. Uh, yeah, and, it's and Tim, keep... it's Tim Burton, the guy who just four years earlier did Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> yes. And so we, uh, you know, it's definitely fantastic and still very fictional. Uh, we still have a lot of gadgetry and goofiness mm-hmm. and it's fun. Uh, but it definitely is a step in the darker direction, literally. Yes. As, yes. Uh, uh, um, as what we head for for the rest of the night, or the rest, not the night. The, he's the Dark Knight. Where the rest of the rest of the filmography is where we end with uh, basically a Batman movie with the lights off <laughs> and a Nine Inch Nails soundtrack. It feels like it should have Batman: The Downward Spiral. <laughs> right. Uh, Batman, I want to like you at like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Batman had like a hole. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, it's the, the, the Resner cut is what we end up with. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Release the Resner cut. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, but yeah, we're going to watch 1989's Batman uh, next week. I'm looking forward to it. It's been a while since I've seen it. Same. But it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's been, it's been a minute or two. I do... I do remember being fun. I do remember being. Um, let's. I'm going to go ahead right now and put Kim Basinger in the Lee in the Lee Merriweather acting school of of female Batman companions. Uh, yep. I like I, Kim Basinger is fine, you know, but yeah. I she's one of those one of those um, actors or actresses that I sometimes scratch my head as to like how'd you get here? <laughs> you know the answer to that, my friend. I do, I do, uh, but but I'm like, okay, There's some strings among other things pulled to get there. Um, yeah, and so hello, <laughs> uh, don't don't go all Dick Grayson on me. <laughs> I just um, I just turned off the off, off the off the video feed. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, I'm not yeah, watching that, Alfred. Oh no no no. So that's what we got for that's what we got for next week. Uh, but yeah, we're you know where to find us on social media, um, you know YouTube as well. We do see our YouTube uh, our YouTube views are are much higher than our than our podcast downloads. So let's change that, listeners. Uh, <laughs> come on, brother, let's get on <laughs> let's get on those apps and hit those downloads. Um, Although to, to to me that says they just love seeing our handsome faces. You know, I feel that way too. And also to me, it's like, well, YouTube's free. So yeah, there's also that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, um, well, I mean, not that listening to our podcast costs anything, but for, uh, from our end, it's like, well, if you're going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess in a way it's like we're being pirated. <laughs> Coming Kinda. back to coming back to the 1966 movie with with, with the go. pirate the so. pirate henchman. <laughs> they did. They all look like they all look like the the extras with um, that were on the boat in the pilot episode of Arrested Development. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all penguins henchmen. Are the Bluths and the Riddler in the same universe? I don't. They know. could be. They could be. So, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for coming by and visiting with us, listening to us spin our tales about 1966 Batman. Uh, like I said, we will be back next week with 1989's Batman uh, before we take another major leap forward into another Batman movie and then a smaller leap forward into another Batman movie. And then it's October. Yeah. Uh, so, serious point, but we're coming up on uh, on a year now. This I know. Is episode 45. One year anniversary coming up. I know. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, so for Let's Talk About Flicks, I'm Oz. I'm Curtis. And we'll see you next week.